the Mark West Sports Podcast. Took over, like I see different shit now. Yeah. <laughs> I see like hip hop shit, and I, I be seeing that. I saw the whole thing about uh, Jay Prince and um, Offset. Yeah, but I'm looking at that shit like, man, Jake Prince, your ass. Like, you supposed to be, that'd be the downfall to Supposed to be the OG, right? You yeah, supposed man. to stay in the background. Suge, you remember when your ass used to stay in the background? You had that infamy behind your name. People scared of you. You know, now, you know, you're in prison. Then they come to Jay Prince, same thing. Now you're, you're, you're basically snitching. You're basically doing what these young niggas is doing. You feel me? Like, you're doing something. Don't go on TV and say anything. You know what I'm saying? Not TV, podcast, whatever. Don't say nothing because they're going to use it against you. And for me, motherfuckers just looking guilty as fuck every fucking time they get a chance to, Bruh, to do something. I, rem- I remember, I think both of, y- both of y'all remember. Remember when Jay Prince was a mythical figure? You just yes! know his name. <laughs> and, you yeah. might, and you might hear his voice on an album, on like a Ghetto Boys album or, yeah. or, or a Houston affiliates album. And that's it. And then you would just hear that he was the boogeyman. And now he's all over social media, writing fucking paragraphs and all in the videos. <laughs> <laughs> now it's all in the podcast. <laughs> you know? Oh, I ain't gonna lie, boy. But um, yeah, man, that shit. I lose a lot of respect for people when they start doing shit like that. You feel what I'm saying? Um, especially now, you feel me? Like. If something happened to anybody, like who you think they're gonna be looking at? Come on, man. You talk about mob ties, mob ties. People do not talk. If you're in the mob, they don't talk. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you still got some people from back in the G that that had um opening mouth in regards to the mob, and they still in hiding. You know what I'm saying? So, so like if y'all trying to you know emulate that, then you need to shut the hell up and keep it moving. If you're gonna do something, then do it. If you're not, then don't. You know, but. I love how the how the son don't say nothing. He don't say nothing. That's supposed to be Jay Prince to sit there and don't say nothing. Junior, he's just sitting there not saying nothing. Well, he's not saying nothing because he's letting his dad talk. But he he he, he talks a lot too. I no, think, he talks think, a lot. I think the, I think the one who's more like like Jay Prince is Jazz because I I've heard his name, but I never really hear him. He's never really like on social media talking and stuff. He kind of plays the background. Man, me personally, when it ultimately comes down to it, you know, normally like people that that's in the hood, when 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 they when they doing their thing on these streets, their kids is the complete opposite, complete. You know what I'm saying? So right now, you know, I haven't heard anything about jazz like growing up getting in trouble or this that, and the other. Meaning, silver spoon or gold spoon in your mouth. Now you're older. You feel me? You want to portray like you're like your dad? No, you're not. You probably went to Ivy League school. You feel me? Like what Eminem say about when he was doing the, the battle. You feel me? You went to that school. You feel me? Like, yo. So, I don't know, man. I just, I, I let that shit just play out because, I mean, at the end of the day, they know press is coming because, look, you, you kill one of the most major artists in the game and you think that people, he don't got ties to people that do the same thing that you do. Right. Obviously, and they got the same type of money. You know, I mean? you know when they say you don't go to war until your money right. Both people's money right. You could be a billionaire and I could have a hundred million. It don't take a it don't take a hundred million to, to get touched. You feel me? Or being to get touched. All I need is a little change, and you know. So, 
Yeah, it is what it is. <clears throat> I'm, I'm trying to look for that last video when he was going when he was talking shit to Offset. I can't find it right now, but the uh the one he was on the podcast. Nah, there's a there's another one because all right. So first he was on the podcast and then he said that stuff at the end, and then Offset came back said some other shit like yo why that's, you know, that's why? where i'm at there's something that yeah. came after that yeah and then another one came after that where jay prince is going off he called he called he called offset a tender dick a tendered <laughs> he, he said he a snake he a tender dick all wow. all types of shit i'm like yo what's going yeah. on with jay prince, yo? i'm trying to look for it right now man see but that that's green as fuck what offset did but at the end of the day that has nothing to do with what y'all did to you know, um, was it what? Hold up, is it take off that died? Yeah, take off. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has nothing to do with the two. You know what I'm saying? Like, if anything, take off shouldn't have no problem with what what with um offset because he ain't smash his dime. You know what I'm saying? Like, that had nothing to do. Like, uh, again, it's three of us here. We the Migos. I tried Marcus. What that have to do with Chris? You know what I'm saying? Marcus may not want to speak to me no more, but what that have to do with Chris? You know what I'm saying? So. That's why I'm looking at it because supposedly all of the ass related. At least I think I got it. I got it right here. I don't know. Let me see. Let me know if y'all can hear this. Offset suffered from being a fake mother. He want to play victim now. But he was a volunteer when he spoke threats about me and my family name in his mouth about what he gonna do. Why you didn't call me to talk to the twist you want to use? Lies in your woman here, nigga. I don't have time to listen to which bit. Now you want to fake in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. I have take off mother, and I've shown nothing but respect for her and family. Hey boy, you acting like you're part of the family that don't really fuck with you because you're a snake. Now you don't know me from a can of paint. Let me see if I can refresh your memory. Remember we talked when you got your ass whooped in Atlanta? <laughs> Remember when you called up on me and I came to LA and met with you because you was nervous about your wife performing because she had some issues about using the word flu. You forgot? Remember when you and Sauce Walker was beefing and you wanted me to stamp that bullshit? You forgot that too? I can go on, but I think you remember now. See, this is the reason I say blood makes you twin and large to make you family because of motherfuckers like you that have stuck a knife in the back of the one you call your brother. Explain. Since you're a real ass nigga, explain to the people the real reason why you weren't on that stage at the Grammy. The quaver who you call your brother for the tribute. You ain't man enough to do that because you what we call a tender dick nigga. Take off <laughs> and the family wasn't fucking with you for a while before it's passing and still don't fuck with you because you're a rattlesnake nigga. Quavo been letting you make it because you got a good heart. Consequences when you fuck with me. I don't have no heart for no snake and I give you what you ask for. And by the way, I don't think I'm no John Gotti. That ain't who I looked up to. No secret who my OG is. 
flag you perpetrate with. Homie, I mean, you better go do what you do best. Write some rhymes and quit playing gangster. Mm. I mean, yeah. yeah. What can you say? Like, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't understand. Um, what can you but yeah, man, I'm about, I'm about to jump off because the her flight just landed. But yeah, okay, just, okay. I just wanted to leave y'all with that one. Prince, <laughs> Prince going off on offset. Valuable, valuable, boy. Hey, hey, that's crazy. Hey, but what can you say, Marcus? Man, like this the type of this the type of world we live in now, man. OG gangsters is 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 on, on online talking now. You know about this me. Thing. See the thing about it for me is like why do you why do you feel like you gotta grab attention online to do something like this? Like if you really felt some kind of way or wanted to have words with somebody, then why don't you just call them on the phone or you just show them at their house or tell them to meet you? But there's a part of it for me that makes me feel like you want some attention. Like there's some attention grabbing here, um, and that's the part where I don't I'm not feeling. I mean, you was right. All in the videos, <laughs> like it was. That's it. You was right. You feel me? And all those people that want to be in the limelight after being in the shadows, it wind up um, turning different. The only person that kind of um, still stayed in the in the shadows is like um, Slim from 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 Cash Money. You know, um, he. You know, yeah. I think Baby's brother brother. He still yeah. has that infamy about. You know, um, you know, being a certain way. You you have the other brother now, um, gangster that got out of jail supposedly for snitching on people that died or passed away already. Um, he got like a name in in Louisiana for you know really having a whole lot of bodies under him. But now you're a podcast guy. Now you're you know. So I don't know, man. But sometimes you know, sometimes the infamy be more than the individual. You know what I'm saying? Like the hype behind that person be so high when you, when you actually meet that person or um see that person in the interview you just like you what oh, all this time i was so hey it is what it is it is what it is man it's the mark west sports podcast marcus benjamin here with wesley pierre and we give you that real sports talk from a south florida day county broward county palm beach county perspective so what you want to talk about, man? There's so much to talk about. I was yeah. just about to say, it's like so much that to actually talk about. There's a lot going on. I mean, we got NBA free um, the trade deadline was was today. That mm-hmm. went and passed. We got the Super Bowl coming up here, and we got the uh, King, and we got what? The King, King James. <laughs> yeah, and we got him um, <laughs> making history. Yo, guy. <laughs> You uh, said that with a little less enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, King, King who? Um, but yeah, him making history uh, as the all-time leading scorer beating Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. We could start off with that. I mean, he, um, Kareem seemed salty about it, you know? Like, yeah. as he should, though, right? Because if I had the all-time scoring record and um clearly lebron is somebody he doesn't like i think and well, Kareem didn't like a lot of people especially from that that's i'm, I'm serious you made me watch yeah, yeah, yeah. Kareem? 
Right. He he seemed like a, a guy who, you know, he don't he don't move with everybody or he has a issue with a lot of people. So it was natural to see how salty he was or look <laughs> uh, during the whole the whole thing. Um and then LeBron, LeBron is like, I don't know, man. LeBron is a great player. I give him that. And I do thank him for helping Miami get two more championships under our belt. But at the same time, he's not a dude that I think I would vibe with, you know, like because he seems more of a of an attention type of grabber. You know, he, he kind of wants attention or feels that uh, or tries too hard. You know, he kind of has that Russell Wilson complex <laughs> to him. You know, saying? it's like that's that's the vibe that I get from him, you know, yeah. and that that's why I, I just I don't know. I didn't really like him before he came to the heat. And now I don't particularly like him after um, the heat. So it, it just seemed like he's not being genuine. You know, he's not being a hunted. So that, that's the reason why I feel that way. I didn't even watch it. You know, I saw the news in the morning that he beat the record. And I was like, okay, whatever. Let's just <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, woohoo for, for LeBron James. <laughs> How you talking about it? Hey man, I, I feel the I feel the same way. I mean, like Pat Riley said it best: smiling faces were hidden agendas, and that seemed like LeBron James' mo. Um, it seems like he's like the Beyonce of the league. You feel me? Like um, <laughs> for real, I'm just being real with you. Like uh, if Beyonce's not getting an award or Jay Z's not getting an award, they're not coming. You feel me? They're gonna <laughs> use their power to get their way, you know, and all type of shit. You know, in regards to you know Kareem, I mean. For somebody on that on that series that you had me watch, you know, which is a great series. What's the name of the series again? Do they and do they have a number, a season two to that series? Uh, it's basically the uh, for those that 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 watch this. There, it's the it's the Lakers. They have a, a a series and they're talking about you know how the Lakers came to be the Lakers. What with, with um, Doctor Bus and you know Pat Riley and so on and so on. Kareem Magic. Winning time. It's called winning time. Winning time, you feel me? Great series. You guys should go ahead and watch that. Um, but but yeah, he he portrayed the same same person that he's. In. I mean, they actually play him perfect. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, I, I hear he him and, and um, I guess um, what's the name? The coach had a problem with how he was portrayed. But look, I'm looking at you now. After you know, you you just your record got passed, and you just. You're looking like Anthony Davis on the bench. Like, you do not give a fuck. You feel what I'm saying? Now, again, I understand, you know, um, you, nobody should be real happy that their record is break broken, especially with the new rules now. You know what I'm saying? You 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 have um, Trent Dilford just spoke recently about, you know, um, rules that's being changed and how he's not impressed with a lot of the, the quarterbacks and even people um, that are great now. That, that plays um, in, in the NFL. And, you know, I, I feel them. You know, I feel them. I feel Kareem. I feel Anthony Davis, you know, not feeling so happy for LeBron, kind of, you know, mimicking Marcus when he, he he spoke on LeBron. Because, like, look, yo, you you want me to get traded. Everybody knows that LeBron is the puppet master wherever he goes. Not necessarily when he was in Miami. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why he left. But everywhere else, you know, he gets his way like Beyonce and Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, AD knew that 
that LeBron wanted him to be shopped around because he's always injured, which, you know, I kind of agree with. Availability is the best ability. And, and you know, I'm going I'm to go ahead and quote uh, my guy, Marcus <laughs> Benjamin, you know, and he's never available. You feel what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I could kind of feel um, if if somebody, you're my teammate and you're the puppet, puppet master and you're kind of shopping me around, um, you're, you're going to say it's not you, but we all know what the truth is. We all know what's really going on, like Pac said. So um, I feel AD in the way he's um, looking or the way he didn't, you know, celebrate the, the you know, that shot, which was a fadeaway kind of MJS. And um, same thing with, with um, Kareem. But Kareem, like, yo, like, you're old now. Like, yo, you, 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 probably, you probably need to change the way you're thinking now because whatever gropes you have with the society now it hasn't really changed that much for you to still be mad and there's a lot of things that changed in the world you know i mean we still deal with racism we still did um deal with police brutality and not having um you know um what our counterparts or um, would probably have but there's a lot of success stories you feel me i mean come on lebron james opened the school even though i don't like the guy i, I mean i respect that i don't respect how he left miami I do think that he's kind of conniving and sneaky and, you know, kind of diva-ish. But, you know, I'm going to go ahead and and um, salute when he actually um, passed that 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 um, your record and broke your record. I do not like the, the actual commercial that Nike had uh, uh, for LeBron because they barely played um, anything in regards to Miami. It was like a minute, a millisecond of Miami in his highlights. It seemed like Patrick Beverly played with him longer than D Wade. And we all know that LeBron had to come down here to actually learn how to be a winner. Yeah. You have the skills to, um, and the greatness that should be, but if you don't have nobody that, um, take it out of you or to show you how to perfect your abilities, just being a, 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 a cyborg coming out of your old girl womb, you feel me? You bigger than everybody. You're faster than everybody. You could jump higher than everybody. But if you don't have somebody that's going to go ahead and teach you how to, um, you know, manage that greatness, you never would be that. And for them to not even must consider Miami like in a commercial like that, again, like I say, a millisecond, I kind of, you know, it's just like, I, I do understand, you know, you passed the record. Same thing when it comes to the commercial, same thing when it comes to AD. Like you don't think LeBron knew about the commercial that had barely anything with Miami in it. Nah, he knew what was going on, and he's the face of Nike right now. So yeah. there's another reason. Conniving LeBron. <laughs> Conniving yeah, LeBron. 100%, 100% he knew what was coming out on that commercial, and 100% he wanted to, you know, um, not have a lot of highlights uh, for Miami. We, I think, I think Miami fans like us know that he – wants to slight Miami in any way possible because he, I think he still has beef with Pat Riley and with, with what he said, you know, basically saying that you don't leave the team, you don't lead a band or whatnot. And I think since then it's like, he finds any way to, he, you can just feel there's some kind of negative energy that he's got towards Miami. And we, we feel it too, because when he comes to the crib, he usually gets booed or he doesn't even show up at all because yeah. he, he doesn't, you know, he's either has an excuse that he's tired or has some kind of injury or something like that, which is like bullshit. He just doesn't <laughs> want to 
play, you know, in front of the crowd because he knows he's going to get that hate or that vitriol that he deserves because he didn't thank the fans when he um, left Miami. He didn't say anything about the fans, the fans that stood by him when the country was hating him for coming to Miami. We were the only one standing by you in your corner, but yet you don't say anything about us when you decide to go back home to Cleveland. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I think the real question though, Wes, about this whole situation is that who's the greatest of all time? You know, that the, the greatest of all time question always comes up, especially with LeBron and Kareem still, I think still has an argument to be the greatest of all time, because for one, LeBron has played longer than Kareem. All right. And then two, Kareem got to that record by shooting two pointers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? By shooting twos the whole time. Uh, I mean, maybe he has hit a three in his career, uh, Kareem, but like it definitely not to the extent of LeBron. So I think the argument can still be made that Kareem is better than LeBron. And of course, people like me are always going to say that MJ is better than LeBron. So it's the younger generation that's going to be bashing what I'm saying right now and be like, oh, this, nah, man, LeBron's the greatest, you know, because of the stats or whatnot. He went to, I think, 11 finals or whatever, how many finals. But when you stack that up, stack that up against, um, Jordan, Jordan was six and oh, you know, and Kareem's got more MVPs. So, and so the, the argument could always be made. Some people with this record are going to be like, oh, this, that there's no argument, argument's done. There's always going to be an argument. There's always going to be an argument because people grow up in different eras and people will say certain players are the best. And they're never going to let go of that. I, the old heads are going to be like Bill Russell's the best. He got the most championships. Will Sh- some people going to say Will Chamberlain is the best because he scored 100 points and was averaging a crazy amount throughout his whole career. Some people may say Magic is the best because he was the first to really be this point guard at LeBron's size and could play all five positions. Um, and, you know, some people may say even – I don't know. I mean, those people are probably the only people you could probably argue is the best um, of all time. Um, But there's always an argument. There always will be an argument. Just because he broke this record doesn't mean the argument's done. Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, again, at the end of the day, like, I I think MJ is the the greatest of all time. But again, like you say, everybody's going to have their preference. Everybody's going to have their pin on those players i mean lebron i would say he's the more durable um of all uh, of all of the um players that's been in the league i mean he's, he's kind of reminding me of um tom brady you know which he just retired but you know like to be in the league to be that type of guy big like that and rarely had injuries you're starting to see the injuries now late in his career but i mean his whole stint in Cleveland in the beginning, in Miami, Cleveland again, he barely was injured, if not ever was injured. You know, it was like a lot of crazy uh, anchor injuries that looked like it could have been a devastated ankle injury when he was in Miami. I mean, we used to watch him up close every day. Um, he'll come, go to the locker room, come back, and play like <laughs> nothing ever happened. So I'll give him that. I'll give him that with being the most durable. Um, 
I mean, I, I don't think that he's the most hungry. That's Jordan. I mean, Jordan, I mean, everybody still revered Jordan now. I mean, he still got his shoes till this day. Jordan, look, everybody got Jays on right now. Till this day, you feel me? It's a staple, you know, and that's behind the greatness. People want to say go. It has to go to to, to um, MJ because he's undefeated in, in, in the finals. Six, to, six times in the finals, six times he destroyed his opponents. What can you say now? Some people are gonna say, "Oh, you know the Jordan rule." You know, I seen I seen something where a referee, um, Jordan was complaining to a referee about like he got fouled and um, he didn't call it, and the referee was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Jordan. I didn't see it. He called the foul right there." He said, <laughs> "I'm sorry, Jordan. I'm sorry." You know, so it may, you know, that may be a factor as well. But if you really want to talk about greatness you know i'm gonna go ahead and say mj um then you have kobe um because you know a, a spinning image of mj um only person that you know i see mj really you know like gravitate to like you know jordan standoffish i don't know about everybody if they don't know long time ago even chameleonaire had an issue with jordan because he didn't want to take a picture with him you feel me and you know I look at it now and I'm like, you know, MJ and Kobe is the same. I've seen a lot of highlights in regards to that. You know, it just seemed like it was the same person. Now, if you want to talk about LeBron, I feel you, LeBron. You know, you lead the league in scoring. I think you're number four in, in assists. But um, I think he's number one in in a few different categories. I don't remember exactly which categories they are. But just to be number one in all those categories, he played in an area where in the beginning it was not as soft when he first got into the league. I mean, Shaq was still in the league, you know, so you know that he, he played in the era. Same like Tom Brady. Tom Brady played so long, he played in multiple eras. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I understand later on in your career, the rules have changed, LeBron, Tom Brady, but you played in different, um, um, you know, eras where there was more physical, there was more violence. And, and I got to commend LeBron for that, even though I don't like his bitch ass. You feel me? I got a jersey over here. I bought that damn white hot jersey. Dog, you know I haven't wore that jersey since he cleared it from Miami? So, you know, for just me over here saying positive things about him, it must seem uh, mean something. Again, um, and there's still a key under the mat if you want to come back. Because it seemed like we can't get anyone to come to Miami anymore. But yeah, let's 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 go into that, man. Because uh Miami again, I feel like this is the third year in a row. We didn't do nothing at the trade de trade deadline, which is still something I'm unfamiliar with. I feel like we always make some kind of move. I mean, we did let go of the mechanic, Dwayne Dedman. <laughs> um, I mean you got to be playing well anyway. And I think there was some kind of beef. I feel like there was beef with the coaching staff anyway. So that's why they let him go. But Miami is basically rolling with the team that they've been rolling with for the past couple of years. And they're last time I seen, there was sixth in the East. Um, I'm not sure if they're still are right now, but they're somewhere in that area. So, it's unfortunate that you couldn't move the Kyle Lowry contract. I know they was trying to. I know, I mean, Wes and I, we've been trying to move that contract since it became a contract. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> like and and now like he's he's really bad though like he he's played really bad this season he can barely stay on the court you know big booty judy cal lowry is just you know he's just uh he's just that booty man or ass as people say you know he's just like he's terrible man he's old he's not getting any better he's getting worse and we need a point guard, man. We need somebody to take the pressure off of Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler so they can just do their thing. And it's unfortunate that they couldn't move that contract. It's a terrible contract. Um, I want to say he do like 30 mil or something like that, which is crazy for, for an old dude like him. But I don't know what you even do now. I mean, you, you, you roll with who you got. I think this team... I haven't seen a lot of this team, but what I have seen, I feel they're missing something, obviously. They're missing somebody who can either penetrate in the lane that's not named Jimmy Butler or Tyler Hero, and they're missing a consistent three-point shot. You know, still couldn't trade away Duncan Robinson either. That's another person you couldn't trade away. I would I would like to see him trade away because he hasn't done nothing this season as well. Max Struess. Seems like he is who he is. He's not going to get any better than who he is. He's really a bench player that Miami's trying to make a starter, I think. And um, and then Caleb, uh, Martin. <clears throat> Caleb Martin, I think, has been playing well, but I think he's been playing kind of out of position. Like, they've been trying to plug him in positions where it's not really his natural go-to. He's been doing well as far as trying to play, you know, um, out of position, but – I just don't feel like this team has enough, man. You see me with this Heat hat on. Obviously, I'm a hundred percent Heat fan, but I don't think this team has enough to to win a championship this year. I don't I don't see them beating like teams like the Bucks or the Celtics this season. And um it's unfortunate to see this trade deadline go and we couldn't move Big Booty Judy off of this damn team. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> man. Like very disappointed. I looked at the clock. I'm like three o'clock. Let me see what did we do, and we ain't do shit. You're like you know, the Deadman trade happened like I think yesterday or the day before yesterday. So it, it paid no factor in today. But I mean, what can you expect? I mean, Pat Riley been making bad decisions the last few years. You feel what I'm saying where he would have to trade somebody that he gave a contract that didn't deserve the contract. And I know you. Your ass always want to pay people. But what I told you, every time you pay these motherfuckers, it's not a big breakdown. I was never on paying. I'm I'm good for paying good players, bro. I was never on paying Kyle Lowry. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But think about it. Think about it. We paid Hassan Whiteside. We had to ship him out. I wasn't on paying him either, bro. I we was paid, not big on paying no Hassan Whiteside. We paid Deion Waiters. We had to ship him Oh, out. that's another one. Like, damn, that's <laughs> terrible contracts after terrible contracts. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. we paid t- Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson yeah. had to get, you feel Terrible. me, because we had to match what Brooklyn was asking for. Terrible. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know, we have this Tyler. I'm not um, the Tyler Hero. Yeah, you got the contract. I don't really want to blame him too much because he's coming off of injury, just had another child, but he's not consistent this year like he was last year. But again, I can be like, as soon as you secure the bag, I'm good, man. Like, they still got to pay my ass or ship my ass wherever they want to ship. 
Okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and stick with my dog Tyler. But again, okay. it, it may be considered he hasn't really bad. been. He's always been inconsistent. Let's be honest. It's not like he changed his inconsistency. You know what I'm saying? If anything, he's hit more game winning shots this year than than previous years. But why we pay him all that money? Then we we, we why are we pay you all game winning shots? We we have we have like three more wins at least you, because of Tyler Hero. You could pay some people mid mid um range um money and you know what I'm saying? You paying him max dollars. Like they don't I don't think they deserve that money. You know what I'm saying? Tyler Hero, I'll be paying him like 10, 12 million dollars a year, not 30, 35. You feel I me? Mean? Kyle Lowry, oh my God. Like, yo, he's getting paid like 28, 29, possibly 30 a year. Like what type of contracts those are? You feel what I'm saying? Especially for yeah. Kyle Lowry. Like, you're paying this old motherfucker this, this bread. Same thing. Well, I'm like, during this time, they did an extension for Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. And, of course, I fuck with Jimmy Buckets. But I'm like, didn't y'all just sign him to a four-year deal? Like, he got, like, two more years left on the contract. Or why are we paying him this money again? And then, look, he's not available majority of the year. You know, he have an injury. Again, like I say, when you get secured a bag, you're not going to pay play through them injuries. You feel what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Look, 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 look. I'm just saying. I said this, and Western Domus is seeing like what Western Domus been saying has been coming to fruition. You pay these people the money. Jimmy they Butler's either are injured and can't play through it, or they're not as consistent as they were before they got the money. That's just what I'm saying. Now I'm like Marcus. You can't say I that like about Jimmy Butler, though. You can't huh? say that. About, you cannot say that about Jimmy Butler. Why? Why? Because he's been the best player on this team. He's been the most consistent player on this team. That's not what I'm saying. You're absolutely right. You're right. You're absolutely right. But Jimmy Butler is not uh, Kevin Durant. Jimmy Butler is not a Kyle on uh, uh, um, Kyrie. Er, I think he's he's more durable than Kyrie. But Kyrie is a better player than Jimmy but- Buckets. I don't fuck with Jimmy. I, I, I disagree. I disagree no, with that. No, no, Now, I disagree. Kyrie may be a headache, but remember when Jimmy was coming over here, he this was his third team traded to in like three years, and we just made it work. But he had that reputation just like Kyrie. Let's not get it twisted now. I'm just he had that reputation. Pure basketball. I think Jimmy Butler is a better player than Kyrie. Hell nah, man. Overall, Uncle, Drew, Kyrie, Uncle Drew, how come he don't got no movie? And and, and Kyrie got, <laughs> he got, he got, got no movie. Movie, huh? movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, movies got to do with agents, personality. You know, if you want a movie or not. I, if I was a famous basketball player, I personally probably wouldn't even want a movie around me dressing up or whatever like that. I just think overall, you get more from Jimmy Butler than you get from Kyrie. Yeah, you get some scoring. Um, from Kyrie, but you don't get no defense, and you don't get him on the court most of the time. So that for for that simple fact, I pick Jimmy Butler over over Kyrie. I feel like he's worth the money more than well, Kyrie. We know we know that your opinion on Kyrie has kind of uh, been negative these last few years. So we yeah. can't really go on what Marcus is saying. His, his, his opinion is kind of tainted a little bit. But again, he's not. What's his name? He's not no Tatum. He's not no like you feel what I'm saying. He's not these. Like, people ain't coming. Like, we going to go watch Jimmy Buckets, but people ain't putting it on TNT or watching some sports for Jimmy Buckets. Like, come on. Let's let's be real. Yeah, 
ain't nobody flying to go see Bam Adebayo. I, I don't know. I don't know, man, because in the finals, remember in the finals what Jimmy Butler did? That's one of the best performances ever. And then last year in the Eastern Conference Finals, basically took the team on his back. To, and what to did everybody call us? What did everybody call us? Almost. Almost won a championship. Almost. So Jason Tatum didn't win nothing either. What has he won? Nothing. Zero. Zero. Jason Tatum is, is younger. He got plenty of he got plenty of track on them wheels to, to show us. You feel me? Because look, LeBron gonna be gone soon. He's about to retire soon. I ain't saying he retiring tomorrow or next year, but he's gonna be gone soon. He got like probably like another two, possibly three years. Hopefully, you can come over here in Dade County and we finish it off the right way. But no, thank you. (laughs) Still, regardless, man, like Tatum has more, you know, traction, you know, uh, under his um on his on his um tires. And Jimmy's kind of he's he's what 32, 33? You know, like how many people play today 40? Like Jimmy Bucket's got like probably like another four years, possibly. Mm -hmm. And those and we don't want them years to be like Kyle Lowry. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't get better when you get old. Only only LeBron su- supposedly right now is is the one that's you know making it seem like my statement is false. But majority of the time, like people that's playing sports like that, running up and down, football, basketball, you don't get better when you're older, when you're getting hit. Especially like like come on, man. Like Jimmy Buckets be in the paint. He like, I mean, I know you you like you're gonna be getting bumped and bruised all day long. So you know, that's, that, I, I, that's what I was saying about his injuries. It's like it's not like he's faking these injuries. He put his body on the line for who? For this logo, man. For the team. That's what you he can't did. say that shit. Don't say that shit. Cause when I say that about Tua, when I say it about Tua, then you don't say that. You feel me? Tua nah. put his life on the line <laughs> for the Dolphin. Nah, what? <laughs> that's different, <laughs> bro. That's different. Huh? Come on, man. Football is a different nah, sport. Man. It's a gladiator sport. Come on, man. You got to protect yourself. Availability is the best ability, and Jimmy Buckets haven't been available for, like, at least 20, 25 games. I think he only played, like, 29 games. I haven't been watching, so I don't know. Um, Exactly, because you would be like, ah, yeah, man. What's the dumbest you're right right now, man? Let me see. He's using my own quote against me right now. Availability is the best ability, and he hasn't been available, like, that he hasn't played back-to-back games he hasn't been available consistently now and and when he is playing sometimes look like why are you averaging 10 points 15 points you know what i'm saying sometimes like yo like stop passing the damn ball if you if you want to fake an injury for rest because you need that that rest when we get into the playoffs cool but like, yo, man, like we be on losing streaks and you not playing. We need you. Ain't you the captain of the team? See, all those faces that Marcus is making I'm right trying, now, I'm it doesn't see. seem positive. I, I see, I see the I looked up on this website and I see all the games, but it doesn't tell me how many games. At least seems like a lot of games. How many games we at right now? 40 something? Uh I think like 50, like probably like yeah, probably like 40, 45, somewhere around there. But yeah, he's not like he's not available, Marcus. He's not available more majority of the time. Like, yo, right when he got the money. We got 50, 55 games. All right, 55 games. Yeah, 55 games, and he played like 29. 
<laughs> I bet like, you that yo. ain't right. Oh, man. <laughs> I like, right, man. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Yo, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be available. And you don't, you, you don't think we'll have a better record if he's playing? Yes, I think so. You know what I'm saying? Especially with how you talking, like he's better than Kyrie and this, that, and the other. Okay, all right. So I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on what you saying. Now, if he was available, then I would say we win an extra ten more games. But you're at the crib, nursing an injury. No, from from my count, I just counted it. He played in 41 games and it's 53, right? So he only missed 11, 12 games. Damn, boy, it sounds kind of similar to Tua. I mean, there's a certain amount of games that's played and he only missed like five, right? It's the same thing, right? Nah. How? He missed a quarter <laughs> of the season. <laughs> like, <Not fair>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you feel he what I'm saying? like 12 games. That's like 20% maybe uh, of the of the season. So you so you so you going off uh twenty, I say it's a quarter of the game while five percent more and you're you're gonna use that really yeah. and and that I mean that's not a significant amount, but it's it's some games, you know, it's but significant when 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 we're we were not even number six, we was like number nine in the east. We were losing games. You were upset you you were upset with Tua when when we're losing these games. Be upset with Jimmy. We're losing these games. We need you. Come on, man. You're the quarterback of our team on the in on on the court. You're not you're not on the gridiron, but you're on the court. You're the quarterback of the team. The team move how Jimmy Butler move. And if people are looking at Jimmy like, man, his ass. I know his ass can play, but he just want to chill right now. The rest of the team gonna do the same thing. Tyler, you missed a few games. Struess, you missed a few games. You see how everybody just followed the leader? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Injuries actually happen, despite what you may think. Like, <laughs> oh, like injuries God. actually happen. Now, and I'm, I'm not going to say all of them are real. I'm not going to say that and be naive and say all of them are real. But I think in Jimmy Butler's case – I think for the majority, his injuries are real injuries, and he's gonna he's gonna play through it for the playoffs. You already know that, you know, you okay. know he's gonna do that. But the thing with Tua, you bring up Tua, like if if you gonna take some games off, that means you're gonna be back for the playoffs. But he obviously didn't come back for the playoffs, so it's different. Like he didn't come back. And and do nothing for us for the playoffs. So, that's <sighs> yeah, understandable. Situation. You see, you see how you see how um guys how how that just changes. You feel what I'm saying? Like two people that does the same thing don't show up. Availability is the best ability, and both of them have been available. Said, shows up at winning time. Tua not showing up at winning time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, Jimmy Jimmy Butler, he's looking at it. He's like, I got 82 games. I got time. I was going to say that, too. Like, you don't really compare 82 games to 16 football games or 17 yeah, I'm gonna, football yeah, I'm, compare, I'm definitely going to compare it. Why? Because one is more physical, obviously. They're not body slamming people in the NBA. Come on now. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, they, they play more games. 82 is a lot of games. You know? Exactly. And, if, and if you're going to miss – if you're going to miss 15 – games a season 
and you you ready for the playoffs, you ball out for the playoffs, we can depend on you. Then and if that helps your durability, then I'm I'm cool with that. And if it was the same thing with Tua, I, I'd be cool with that too. Like if he showed up for the playoffs, was like, hey, I'm hurt, something, you know, I can't play this game, that game, then okay. But obviously he got injury history, bro. He's 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 fragile. Let, let's let's just admit that he's Man, fragile. That didn't stop Steph Curry. Prone. That didn't stop Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? Steph Curry, you remember him? Oh, he's not injury. He had those ankle injuries those first three years in the league. You remember? Like, they was getting ready to ship his ass away because same like Tua, the first three years, injury, right? The first three years, Steph Curry, injury. We would never even know the greatness of Steph Curry if they would have just gave up on him like you're trying to give up on Tua. I'm just saying, he got one more year in the contract. You might as well just you know, see what you could get with that one year. And, but yeah. but again, I'm just saying, I'm giving you examples of people that people thought were trash because they're not available. Steph Curry, one of the best shooters, if not the greatest shooter in NBA history, we yeah. wouldn't have even got that. <laughs> we wouldn't have even got that if they would have gave up on him like you're trying to give up on Tua. But, okay. We would have got that anyway, bro. We would have had it anyway because if they would have gave up on him, some other team would have picked him up and he would have did the same thing at another team. Yeah, and so, I don't want that to happen to the Miami Dolphins right now, but, hey, it is what it is. Since we're already talking about um, – matter of fact, we'll, we'll hold that. We'll hold that. You feel me? Because I would jump into the Dolphins, but since we're already speaking on basketball, like did you see like the, the high school basketball coach getting fired for posing as a student athlete? <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. Yo, look, is it's women, women, um, basketball, high school, and like the coach, she put on a jersey, playing in the game, mopping them young girls on the opposite team. I guess she looked young. You feel me? So she could kind of, you know, like fake it a little bit. But yo. You really going to do that? This is what the world has came to. You feel me? Where the coach is tired of losing. Tired of losing. You feel me? They're like, man, F it. Let me go ahead and, and, and put this, this this jersey on and let me mutt these jits. And that's exactly that's, that's what crazy. she did. But That's, that's I, funny because that's how I be feeling, dog. Because you know <laughs> I look young, bro. I could be out there just mopping these fools. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody would ever question it because like, oh, you he look young. Duh. I seen that shit and she was just mutting them little girls, man. I'm like, she was the LeBron James on the court. Just a woman. <laughs> and you're the coach, so you know all the plays, you know what to do. <laughs> wow. Hey, like, where was this at? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I gotta I find it again. Because Florida always known to be doing some most likely is in craziness. Florida, man. You know, we always find a way to do something. Everything happens in Florida, like 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 everybody say. But yeah, man, I, I looked at that and I was dying. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. You feel me? I mean, it's one thing that you 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 pretend um like to be a player because you're one player short, you know what I'm saying, and but you're not playing. You feel me? It's another thing, you're 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 in the game. <laughs> All star of the game, you know, like, hey, man, crazy as hell, you know. Um, but what can you say? I, I, I mean, man, this That's this year hasn't 
have, I mean, you got to expect that everything this year. <laughs> I'm just trying to think about her thought process, man. She was like, damn, we're going to lose again. You think I'm going to get <laughs> I just, I just put a headband on or put my hair in a ponytail or put two ponytails. Maybe they won't recognize me. That's put some lashes on, you know what I'm saying? And maybe they, maybe they won't recognize me. They won't. They won't know the same thing. <laughs> crazy, oh crazy. Man, that, that's a crazy story, man. That's a crazy story, but I'm not surprised. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's Florida neither. <sighs> yeah, hey, it is what it is. But um, I mean, I know, I know um we were trying, I was trying to jump into the tour situation, like um, you know, you got the Miami the Dolphins, you know, we finally hired our defensive coordinator. Um yeah. we spoke on him before, you know. Um before it happened, yeah. Yeah, we spoke on it, and, you know, I, I didn't really know too much about him when we spoke. Originally, you had to look up his name, and I didn't really know his name too much either. But from my understanding, there after the hire, everybody's just been praising him, you know, saying that he has one of the top defenses everywhere he goes. Right now, he's a consultant in Philly, and look at the, look at the defense now in Philly. The, the defense is looking like stout. Offense is looking stout, too. You know, but the defense is looking crazy. I mean, he the one that um drafted um Ch- Bradley Chubb of the Miami Dolphins now. Um, so I'm pretty sure that he can give us get the best out of Chubb because you know this year, even though he made the Pro Bowl, um, when he got to the Dolphins, he didn't give us Pro Bowl ish Chubb. You know, he probably was um you know uh, made the Pro Bowl due to what he was doing in um Denver. Um, still, regardless of the fact, like yeah, balling. Um, balling is, is what people are not going to be doing on the Miami Dolphins scoring. I'm not, I'm scoring these points, um, running up the score on us. Um, it's not going to be happening. You know, X-Man, he hasn't been looking, um, like X-Man as of late, you know, getting burnt, you know, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's him because on uh, one, he's been battling injuries. See, that's the difference though, Marcus. He's battling injuries, but he's playing still. He's playing through it, unlike some people that we just... But what would you rather have? Would you rather have a player battling an injury and get burnt or another player in there and possibly not? No, but that's what I'm saying. That's the difference. He's battling injuries, but he's still playing. He got paid, and he's still injured, and he's still playing. Compared to the other people that I was speaking on, they're injured. I don't know if they're injured. But that that kind of proves my point about players who get paid and still want to play and ball out. But at the same time, are you helping or hurting the team? It depends. (laughs) 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 Well, well, X man, it didn't matter, man, because look, man, we needed him. Like our secondary on Derry was, you know, decimated with all those injuries to the corners, to the safeties. Like basically, our bread and butter was the defense, the secondary, and that was definitely like like we had no one, you know. Yeah. I mean, we had to go back to Iggy, man. Like, come on, man. Like, like yeah, no yeah. Iggy Benogany. Like, come on, man. We had to go back to his bitch ass. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, he made that one play in that one game, though. Yeah, that one game. That <laughs> one game. Um, yeah. But but yeah, man. Um, great hire. Um, I'm hearing great things about him. Um, truly, I seen. Um, you know, some of his defenses and, you know, he, he, from, from what I was seeing, he just knows how to trick like the offense. He don't do nothing major. He just knows how to trick, trick people. 
You know, it's like, you know, we playing chess and you're playing checkers. You know, that's how it really looked with his defense. You know, it didn't have the play on the screen. It just, you know, the play just went. And I I seen, like, you know, different gaps being, um, you know, um, handled and, 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 you know, different schemes. But, you know, it looked similar to a lot of things. It just, you know, same thing like I was saying before we got our offensive coordinator, like, uh, how are everybody so open when you see other um, teams play? But when you see the Dolphins, they're not open. There is always a struggle to find someone wide open. And that's what I see with, with, with this defense is it's like, damn, how the hell you got there? There's somebody right there supposed to be blocking him. What happened? What happened? You know, and, and, and um, if we're going to get some type, something like that, I'm loving it. Because like I said in the last podcast, we got one of the best uh, front fours or, the uh, um, you know, DN, D tackles. Um, and our linebackers are are decent. I'm not saying that they're Ray Lewis, but you know, Landon Roberts, Roberts, you spoke um, on before. You know, I yeah. mean, we got Jalen Phillips. He could be a linebacker and a DN. I mean, I think he's a DN, but yeah. like the way he runs and his motor, he's like a linebacker too. We seen pre- yeah. previous plays where he's on the other side of the field. He's gonna chase your ass down just so you won't get the first down. And then we got Chubb, and, and we got Mel- um, Mel- Melvin Ingram. We have like a few people that I would say like is like any other team will, would really want them. So with yeah. this mind on the defense and with that mind on the offense, oh my God, we're gonna be yeah. like crazy. I, I I know you more of the um positive person. You you on the optimistic side of of pretty much everything when it comes to Miami teams, you know what I'm saying? But for me, when it comes to coaching hires, I gotta see it. I got to see what happens. I don't care what you did, really. And, I mean, I care what you did for the hire, particularly. Uh, but I got to see what happens, you know, because a lot of the times with these coaches, they're just products of the really good players on their team. So I don't know if that's the case with this guy or not. Um, they had some, you know, good players over the years at Denver, Von Miller being one of them. Um, yeah, you spoke on Nick Chubb, so that that's kind of a direct comparison of what we what we're gonna see. Are we gonna see the um, the uh, not Nick Chubb, Bradley Chubb? Um, I always mix those names up. Bradley Chubb. They're related. Yeah, they are related. Um, <laughs> but Bradley Chubb's the defense. Nick Chubb is the running back for the Cleveland Browns. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we see him take a jump and really get what we paid for because I didn't really see it last season and melvin ingram is a guy that we actually gotta figure out if we're gonna pay because i believe he's a free eight free agent you know um jalen phillips i think you got one more year on a rookie contract and then you gotta do something with javon holland because to be honest he was the best defensive back on this team you know because xavier howard had injuries if without javon holland man it, it i think it would be be much worse because he Time and time again, he was making plays. And then you're going to have to pay Christian Wilkins in, in, in a couple of years, too. You know, there's going to be a lot of decisions that needs to be made as far as this um this uh, defense. But we'll see, man. I don't think it can get any worse, to be honest, because they ranked near the bottom when it comes to defense in a lot of different categories. And... Yeah, I, I think the defense lacked getting a lot of takeaways. They didn't really turn the ball over as much. To me, that's on the players. You know, I think that I think that is more um, more of a case with a coach in college. I think 
coaches in college kind of teach more so ripping the ball away or being the right spot for interception. But when you're in the NFL, you know all that already. You know what I'm saying? You're in the NFL, you're a pro. So you should know when to strip the ball or when to, you know, jump a route, that type of thing. So I don't know, man. I, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say, like, Vic Fangio is the answer. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he's, he's a step in the right direction. I like the fact that McDaniel or whoever really made this decision to move on from your previous defensive coordinator is the right thing to do because, hey, it's the NFL, which means not for long. <laughs> and, and the Dolphins, we – what I like about the Dolphins is the fact that we're not going to settle for mediocrity no more. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to be the bums of the AFC East no more. You know, we're not going to be there down there with the Jets. We're going to beat the Jets, you know? Um, and we're going to compete with the division title with the Buffalo Bills. And I think that's going to continue. Um, I think we would have beat Buffalo if Tua was playing in the playoffs. So if we had a defense that could – stop the bills in the game during the regular season we would have beat them in the regular season who knows we might have won the division you know so so yeah i i think it was the right move i like the move but i don't know what it's gonna be i can't i can't sit, sit here and tell you put money on the dolphins to win the division next year because of this coach it's kind of a wait and see and because we just in february let's see who we draft let's see who we trade for what free agents we get let's see if Tua I mean Tua's coming back we already know Tua's coming back but we also probably gonna get another quarterback I think I think Jimmy G is probably gonna be a possibility (laughs) I see you but I think I think he's a decent backup if we get him he's reliable um he's injury prone too though (laughs) <laughs> exactly so what do you, do? you know what I'm saying? like and, and then Derek Carr I think Derek Carr is probably the only other guy that you could possibly get Tom Brady is now retired he's off the board it seems like it's legit this time and uh Aaron Rodgers I don't think is coming I think he's either gonna stay in Green Bay or he's gonna go to Vegas to be honest um and then after that you really ain't got no choices after that Daniel Jones no Nobody wants him, you know. <laughs> um, That's your and, and then quarterbacks, we we don't have a pick in the first draft in the first round, which means all the good quarterbacks are going to be gone. And you don't want no second rounder. There's not a good second rounder that you can say, oh, is you can say is legitimately better than Skylar Thompson. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be interesting offseason, man. But I, I like what the Dolphins did. Uh, based on Vic Fangio's reputation, but you know me, I'm a, I'm a wait and see. I'm a wait and see type of guy. You got to show me, show me what you got. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Huh? <laughs> I mean, we've been waiting and, and waiting for the longest. So, I mean, what's another twenty more years waiting? For? <laughs> nah, nah, <don't>. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, bro. Like, nah, my heart can't take twenty more years. <laughs> This year, I had dreams of us winning the Super Bowl, bro. I know you did too. I yeah, know man. you did too. When we was rolling, when we was rolling, we being Chicago, being Detroit with Tua. I will say it. Yes, when we was rolling with Tua, even after that first injury, um, you know, I was just like, man, I think, I think we we really have a legitimate shot to win a Super Bowl. I think everybody was thinking that. 
But um, unfortunately, you know, Tua is not durable enough. But so, we'll, we'll see. Like I, like I was saying before, like, um, you know, as far as his availability, I'm, I'm on your side with the availability right now. But if Tua's healthy, he's better than all these quarterbacks that you just alluded to. He's like, it's hands down. I mean, like, they was not doing the numbers that Tua was doing. The, his ass missed five and a half games, and he's still top ten in, in yards. Like, come on now. Like, that just shows you. Imagine, imagine, and touchdowns. Imagine he would have played them games. He probably would have been number one in yards. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, hey, I know what we have in Tua. I'm pretty sure you know, too. Um, but, again, it's just a durability situation that we got to worry about. Now, again, like we said before, we, we knew it was the hip. We knew it was the ankle. He never, he never really had, like, concussions like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he ever had a concussion. Um, but you know, I don't I don't know if you know you play football, you probably had a concussion here or there, but you know, it, it, that was not the word on tour. It was not concussion. So we know the body at least is good. You know what I'm saying? It's just the head. We gotta make sure that the head is good. Cause you know what they say, you take out the head and the body fall. You know what I'm saying? So his body is durable. We just need to see what's good with the head right now. Make sure yeah. that stays on point, and we should be good. But yeah. um, did you see the Pro Bowl? How, how um, I actually did not see the Pro Bowl, man. I heard it was pretty good though. I ain't watched the Pro Bowl neither. I just seen the highlight of them over here, Jalen Ramsey putting the hit stick on my dog Tyreek Hill when he's about to score a touchdown. I'm like, this is flag football. What are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I, I and there's no that. flags too. Yeah, I, I did see that. I mean, I, I don't see. I, see, that's the thing. It's like people people don't think that you can't get injured in flag football. You can. Like I watch seven on seven all the time. People get injured. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because people dive. You don't have no no protection okay. really. You dive for the football. You could land on your head, shoulder, knee. You know what I'm saying? Like the injuries still happen. You know, you you probably not gonna get like a chest injury but based on what we saw against Tyreek Hill like yo <laughs> you could <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I almost feel like he should get fined for it yeah me too and, and Tyreek Hill like that and they made fun of it because I think somebody picked him up and was like you know like was taking care of him or something like that I saw some somebody picked up Tyreek Hill some big dude mm-hmm. um but like yeah man like I'm glad they changed the format because it seemed like people was actually playing to win. It didn't look like a walkthrough, like a practice walkthrough, <laughs> like for the game. You know, the walkthrough, like you yeah. just as you just walking through stuff. You don't, you're not really playing. That's what it, that's what last year's Pro Bowl looked at looked like. So this one looked like they was actually trying to play, trying to win. Um, I, pro- I, I probably should have watched it. I think I was at a game i believe basketball game university of miami yeah which balling you know i i must say uh, a couple of things i want to say about them is that um i mean anything else on the pro bowl before i go into nah, that man, <laughs> yeah <laughs> the hurricanes basketball team they just they've been balling and and canescounty.com we've got a promotional deal going on with the point guard Isaiah Wong for his clothing apparel. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's 
It's under uh, bluechipteam.com, so you can go ahead and shop uh, for his apparel. He's got a hoodie that says Unguardable, which is probably the best the best one, I think. And he's got another one that says Run It Back because, you know, he ended up coming back to the University of Miami for another year. Um, and he's got another one that says Underrated as well, but, you know, uh, which kind of brings me to the Hurricanes. I mean, even though they ranked, I think they still kind of underrated here, you know, just in the grand scheme of college basketball. If you look at this team, this team is undersized. You got Norchad Amir. He's from the crib. He's, he's Nicaraguan, but he is like 6'9", I believe, or 6'8", somewhere in that area. But he's their big man on the team. He's the one getting rebounds. He's the one, you know, he's in the paint. He's the paint guy, but he's been dominating, bro. He's been dominating, getting double doubles pretty much every game, running the floor, getting blocks. You know, he's, he's just been, he's like, I don't know. He's kind of like, he reminds me of the, the, like a young UD and bam, like at the same time, like that's, that's, that's what he kind of reminds me of. He's got that type of versatility. And then you got Wong who's like, Who's who's a really good scorer? I, plenty of stories coming up on him on canescounty.com. And then you got Norchat. Um, Norchat Omir is actually the guy in the middle that I was talking about from Nicaragua. And then um, Nigel Pack is like a young. He's like a young Steph Curry, man. I hate to compare him to him, but he's small like that, and he be making shots from the logo. Yeah. Oh, but he's got hops too because he had a putback dunk in the last game against Duke. So. Which got the whole crowd, so you know. A little spud web by him, little spud. I'll go that short, but like, yeah, man, like he got hops and he can shoot the three from anywhere. So, um, so yeah, they're an exciting team to watch. Obviously, I'm covering them, so I, I'm, I'm watching them very closely. It's gonna be fun to kind of watch them. Um, I got my credentials for the ACC tournament, so I'll be going to North Carolina for that. So a lot more in store for the, for the Hurricanes. Like I said before, I think they're the best team in South Florida right now, you know, as far as when you compare them to their competition. Uh, they're ranked 19th. Um, I expect them to move up because Saturday they got a game against Louisville, a team that they blew out already, playing them for the second time. This time at home, that last game was on the road. This is a team that won three games. So there's, there's nothing that tells me that they're not going to blow out Louisville. And move up in the rankings but um yeah man a hurricanes basketball team makes the um feel like it's a basketball school because because there's a bunch of dysfunction going on at, at with the football team it seems from the outside because the football team ain't got no they don't have an offense coordinator it's cool they're about to lose that linebackers coach it's cool they don't, they don't have a wide receivers coach it's cool. They don't have a quarterbacks coach right now. We already know. <laughs> they, just, they just hired a defensive coordinator. And from, I, I think he's from, good. Yeah. I mean, what? like I said, with coaching hires, I'm a wait and see guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you you were at Marshall. You know, Marshall, you played in, in Conference USA. I mean, come on. It's not like the ACC. It's not a Power 5 conference. I'm more of a wait and see. Yeah, you beat Notre Dame. You beat Notre Dame on the road. Everybody's going to say, hey, you beat Notre Dame on the road. But Notre Dame wasn't expecting them. Sometimes that happens in college football. 
Notre Dame is not like they were a bad team last year. I mean, they were certainly better than the Hurricanes. And this is this is a guy who has only coached on that level. He's coached at Miami of Ohio, which coincidentally is Miami's first game of the season this season. He from Mount Union, a Division three school where he played at and he coached at originally. Um, so. So. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's 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 uh, it's. It's it's a good hire, I think. Um, actually, I think I'm confusing that guy with with someone else. That that um, I said Mount Union. That's actually someone else. Miami's thinking about for the OC job, Jason Candle. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, this guy, uh, Lance Gidry, he's actually from Louisiana, and yeah. the cool thing I like about him is that you can recruit that area, which Miami hasn't really recruited that well as of late. You know who came from Louisiana, bro? Every <laughs> Reggie Wayne, bro. <laughs> so you know, hopefully tonight is actually the uh, where they announce the Hall of Famers. Hopefully Reggie Wayne is a is an announcement, and hopefully Zach Thomas is an announcement tonight, bro. Like I wonder if that's on. That's probably on a little later. And hopefully Andre Johnson is, and hopefully Devin Hester is. So we'll, we'll, the next time we we speak, we gonna either be salty. Like we were last year, <laughs> or we're gonna be like, "Hey, finally, Zach Thomas is in the damn Hall of Fame," or finally, you know, Reggie Wayne or or Devin Hester, or Andre Johnson is in the Hall of Fame. But um, but yeah, anything you want to know about the Hurricanes? There's so much. There's so much stuff I could say about the Hurricanes. I, I'm covering the team, obviously. There's, I mean, and I don't want to be on here for two hours. No, no definitely, like, like. I kind of understand why Charlie Strong is leaving. I mean, you, you, I mean, I'm in house and you chose to go out, out of the crib. How to, disrespectful is that though? Like, huh? how disrespectful is that? I mean, like, why? I mean, uh, I, from what I hear, the job was, was basically promised to him too. And you don't even interview him. Oh, damn. I yeah. mean, I, I even thought like, even with Jason Taylor, Jason Taylor could be um, one of these, I don't think that, you know, if you got start Charlie Strong there, you would hire Jason Taylor. But Jason Taylor, like, look, I mean, come, you know, come from a pedigree of playing in the league a long time. He, I mean, he obviously knows what he's doing. I mean, he um, coached up um, high school football. You know, that's another plus in regards to recruiting. Um, you see what, what it got Patrick Sertain. Um, you know, he wind up getting a job with the Dolphins and he wind up moving up to on Florida State right now, yeah. even though he should have came to the University of Miami. But sure. um, that's all the dysfunction that's been happening with Miami. You feel me? Like we're losing opportunities to get certain coaches because we're waiting so long. Um, I don't know if it's because whoever we want is probably playing in the Super Bowl and you can't really conversate with these people. It's kind of like the same thing that was happening with the Miami Dolphins with um, the defensive coordinator being announced uh, recently was – couldn't have a conversation with the guy supposedly, you feel I me? Mean? Because you know they're still, um, you know, um, trying to get through the the the, the Super Bowl, um, even though he's a consultant. But again, I mean, yeah, big slap in the face, you know, especially if they promised him the job. But we kind of figured this was going to happen. We had all these coaches that I didn't expect to stay, 
three, four years. I expected them to be here a year, maybe two years, um, and then go somewhere else. From my understanding, strong, strong I didn't see coming, bro. Like strong, I didn't see coming. Kevin Steele, I did. I, I, I did see Kevin Steele either moving on somewhere or retiring. He's been doing this for a very long time. He's an old man. From my understanding, like Alabama want Charlie Strong too. You know I what I'm saying? I could understand that and I could see that. The, the the biggest thing that you lose though, bro, with Charlie Strong, to be Charlie Strong was probably your best defensive coach. Yo, look what he did at recruiting. He got Malik Bryant, four-star. He got Raul, Raul Aguirre, four-star. He got Bobby Washington, four-star. He got Marcellius Pulliam, three-star, probably should be a four-star. And then look what he did with Wesley Besaint. Wesley Besaint, freshman, comes in there, starts learning under Coach Strong. Next thing you know, this dude is starting. You know what I'm saying? And he gives it all to Coach Strong and how he developed it. So you got a coach that's developing talent and getting talent. You know what I'm saying? Because on the defensive side of the ball, that, that position group, Look, look at the names I just named. You got four good talents that you got. The position group on the defense or or any, well, offensive line is the only other position group that you can say was recruiting at a high level. You know what I'm saying? And you don't offer this guy a job. This guy has been a head coach at Louisville, Texas, USF. He helped Florida win championships as a defensive coordinator. To put a bunch of players in the league, he's the reason why Teddy Bridgewater went to Louisville. I mean, like, I could go on and on. Like, come on, man. Like, you're just I, giving me more ammo to feel <laughs> bad about, you know, like the situation that we're in right now. Because I'm like, last year I was me, you, and all of the Canes fans were like elated over everything that was happening um, after getting Mario Cristobal. You know, from the coaching hiring, you know, yeah, we were kind of like, what the hell is going on in the beginning? But once we hired him and, you know, he picked up that staff, you know, I was like, okay, cool, you know. But then you've seen what we had on the field. Now, again, that's not necessarily the coach's fault. A lot of it, you know, had to deal with the players that was not doing or not buying into the actual system or – um you know, whatever reason, some people just want to be with the previous re regime. You see a lot of people went to SMU and often. So, um, yeah. you know, people probably just didn't want to buy into Mario. So um, in regards to Coach Strong not being interviewed, I don't know if he had like a problem with Mario Cristobal or something like that. Because, you know, Mar like I said, Mario Cristobal, he's the general. I said yeah. that before. He's the dictator. Yeah, He's and it's, it's his way or the highway. It's funny how you say general too, because I heard that Cameron Kitchens, the safety, he said mm -hmm. it's like it's like the military. He said it's being on Miami right now is like the military. So hey, maybe he, you know, maybe Cristobal thought Strong wasn't buying into the culture. Maybe that was the case. Exactly. I mean, so look, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, he was a coach, yeah, he have all these accolades, but if he was so great. He would still be this coach at Texas. He would still be, you feel me, like a head coach. There's a reason why people fire people. You know what I'm saying? So he, he's been in multiple places, and why are you still there? 
it's, it's, it's some kind of disconnect that they're probably not saying to the public, you know, because we weren't there. But um, I mean, I understand the Texas situation if it come with racism, because, you know, like, look, racism is everywhere. I, when he got hired, a lot of people didn't want him to be the head coach in the first place. Yeah. But if you're winning and you're you're coming up with these four and five star players like what do you what do you what do you say when when we're still losing? It's the coach. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing when you're still having this 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 uh, recruiting class that seems good and it's not it's not it's not showing up on the field? Yeah, we're going to blame the players, but again, who's going to fall on the sword? You know what it is? I mean, the captain of the ship. You gotta, you gotta be the one, the last person off that ship when it's sinking. You know what I'm saying? So again, you're gonna be the one that takes the blame. And plus, these are kids. You know, people ain't gonna criticize these kids. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, probably on social media, people like me, not yourself, because you're 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 in that type of work, so you're not gonna kind of criticize them that much. I leave it to me, Marcus. I got you. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just saying when it comes ultimately down to it, like people gonna criticize people. Um, sometimes it's the player, sometimes it's the coach, but ultimately the person that's gonna fall on the sword is the coach, is the leader, is the general. So um, you know, I I feel them for not for wanting to leave now, you know, especially what, what you said, you know, you was guaranteed uh, or promised a job. If one person left um, and it didn't happen. So, again, I mean, it's not like he's landing somewhere where um, it's a negative. Like I said, I'm hearing rumblings. He's, you know, Coach Saban wants him. And that's that's an upgrade for him. If you want to be honest, you did nothing but five star players. Forget the players that you just recruited. You got five-star players and four you I don't even think they got a three-star in Alabama right now. So come on, Coach Strong. You're going to be perfectly fine to go ahead and succeed um, um, in, in, in that environment. And you possibly could go somewhere else and be a coach. You know that's what, what, um, what Nick Saban do. I mean, that's what Mario Cristobal is trying to emulate right now. You know, people that it didn't work out with them wherever they were at, come over here. Let me go ahead and give you a little kickstart, a little boost. And then now you're back in the league. Now you're back as a coach or in the NFL or something. So um, I I kind of think that Nick Saban is trying to, you know, uh, figure out what's going on with Miami and this, that, and the other. You know, like, let me hire the enemy so I can go ahead, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, he did that once already with the uh, defensive backs coach. Um, yes. Coach uh, Chavaris uh, Robinson, T-Rob, as we call him. He was the defensive back coach at Miami, and now he's with Alabama. So um, it's not wouldn't be the first time that that he would do this. But hey, man, it's 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 concerning, man, to see Miami not with OC right now, and all and these the other position coaches, weeks, right? huh? Spring game in like three. Um, the spring um in like three weeks, right? Spring game, spring game is like in a month, but spring practice starts first week of March. So Can't play no damn practice without knowing the damn playbook. Exactly, bro. <laughs> they have to they have to hire somebody quick. Like things may pop off by by this weekend and the week. You know, um, from what I hear, Jason Candle is supposed to be a guy, and then 
Now I'm hearing Seth Littrell, who's from North Texas, could also be the guy because Notre Dame's position, you know, you know how it is right now. It's a coaching carousel. Like mm-hmm. Alabama just hired Notre Dame's OC. Um, and now Notre Dame needs a OC. OC. So now the guy that Miami was thinking is thinking about going to Notre Dame. So now Miami's thinking about, you know, hiring the guy from North Texas who, from what I've seen, stats were really good. But, again, it's at North Texas, group of five school. So, who knows? But, I mean, it's it's a lot of moving parts right now um, going on with Miami. Um, some of the coaching staff is, is, is not happy. Um, but uh, I think he has his, his loyals, which is Alex, Alex Mirabal, mm-hmm. the offensive line coach. He's not going anywhere. Rivera. I don't think Kevin Smith is going anywhere. The running backs coach, um, uh, Jamila Dye, possibility that from what I hear, possibility could be looking into other options. Demarcus Van Dyke, Demarcus Van Dyke, who's a defensive analyst who was instrumental in in getting a lot of kids at at that position, and he's just dialed in with the community. Heard that he could be possibly looking elsewhere as well because he wanted to be a defensive backs coach. And they basically, first of all, I heard promised him the job and that's, (laughs) and that's not happening. So he's looking elsewhere, which is crazy because DeMarcus Van Dyke won play for the U. He's dialed in with the youth program. He's dialed in with like all of these kids too, like four stars, Aquan Patterson, a safety that they would love to get basically said that he's not going to be committing to Miami if, if, if DeMarcus Van Dyke leaves. And, um, my hear I hear that he possibly could go to Georgia. And that's where also Zaquan is thinking about going to. So I don't know, man. I think if that happens, that'd be devastating for the program. And then losing another coach, trying to find another replacement. Um, so yeah, now they need a linebackers coach. We just released a story just now. I was actually editing it right right before we got on. Um, as far as linebacker prospects, linebacker coach prospects. So it's I mean, it's it, it it looks bleak right now because these are the type of things that maybe happen like year two or three of a program. Usually it doesn't happen after year one where you got all this kind of overhaul of, of coaches like that. And I do feel like it's strategic that after the signing class officially signs, you got all these coaches about to leave. Because if, if these coaches left earlier, you know, these kids likely – all of them wouldn't sign. So this is a critical year for Cristobal, bro. Like it, it, it is really crystal, really critical. My guy, Frank, he, he thinks that this team could get eight, nine wins. I am more on the pessimistic side of things. I think, you know, this team may be good, <sighs> may be good for seven wins. You know, I think eight to me is a ceiling. You know, he thinks maybe 10 is a ceiling. I think eight is a ceiling, to be honest, because there's so many moving parts, bro. Just like last season. Last season, you had all these moving parts happen. You know, people got to get used to new playbook, new culture, new way of coaching, new schemes and everything. And now we're going to do the same thing all over again. If you kept strong, at least you would have had basically the same scheme. You know what I'm saying? Because they were co-defensive coordinators, him and Steele. But now you lose both of them. So now you're going to bring in somebody brand new, Gidry, who 
does a different type of style. It's more, it's not more, it is aggressive. I will say that it's a four, two, five. I know you play Madden, so I know you know what that is. <laughs> four, two, five, four down line, two, two linebackers, and then five defense backs, which is basically what everybody kind of runs now anyway, because everybody runs a spread offense. So you want more defensive backs that can, um, you know, tackle in space and can play, you know. But we don't got that many defensive backs. That's the thing. That's the thing. We got one outstanding one, right, with, with Cameron Kitchens. who's likely going to be going to the NFL maybe after next season. But after that, you got James Williams, who's underperformed. Um, you, don't, you don't have Tyreek or DJ Ivy uh, anymore. They're gone. Nobody cares about Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You can see that. <laughs> uh, and then you got Daryl Porter, who we didn't see him much of last season. You got Devontae Brown UCF from UCF, who I think is good. I think he's a good, solid plug-and-play type of guy. And then you got Terry Roberts, who came from Iowa, another transfer. We'll see how good he is, but I'm always weary of transfers. Devontae Brown, I'm not weary of because he's from the crib. You know what I'm saying? He His his dad played for UM. His br- little brother is Damari Brown. You know what I'm saying? Um, he got trained from coaches that I know who have developed – players over the years so i really think Devonte brown is going to lock down one side of the field especially with the stat show pro football focus really high on that kid but the other side is kind of unproven you know daryl porter are you going to step up and be that guy that you're supposed to be also from heritage um and or is it going to be to, to Corey couch are you going to be the guy to kind of step up and be the guy you know what i'm saying are you going to step up to be the other corner on the side or are you going to be that nickel corner again which i think he didn't he didn't have a good season as he as the previous season to Corey couch so it's, it's just a lot of unproven guys and if you're dependent on those guys based on this scheme because this scheme's a lot of quarters uh which mean it's like it's it, it it's basically where the defensive backs are playing in space and they kind of make plays and react type of thing. So if it's going to be a defense based on that, based on what we saw from defensive backs last season, I'm concerned, you know what I'm saying? Because the strength of this team last year was the, was the front, you know, like, you know, we got a lot of sacks. We got a lot of um, tackles for loss. The linebackers started to really progress as the season went on. I think that was kind of the the strength of the team. It definitely, to me, wasn't the defensive defensive backs aside from Cameron Kitchens. Cameron Kitchens, you know, you can argue that he was the best safety in all of college football based on how he played last season. But he's one guy, and God forbid he gets hurt. You know what I'm saying? And there's not much behind him. Then what's up with Antoine Jackson wanting to be released? Yeah. yeah. So that that's a situation where um, Antoine Jackson was already kind of thinking about um, leaving Miami, like at his signing, you know, to give you inside information. Like a lot of guys I know that's close to him, which just basically talked him into basically signing for Miami because 
you know, he was thinking about going to East Carolina one because East Carolina. I'll tell you why. I tell you why. Because his girlfriend, let, let, let me remind you that Antoine Jackson is 16 years old, right? He <laughs> he completed classes early. He skipped the grade basically to graduate early. So he's a youngin. He's a younger than the youngins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 16 years old. You're making these big bold decisions. But so his girlfriend got a track, I believe, a track scholarship to East Carolina. He visited East Carolina in like December. So that was a possibility for him. And then and then Louisville is also a big possibility for him because Louisville is one of those schools like Miami who's got bread, got NIL money to really kind of give players. And Louisville's got a bunch of players from the crib, like a bunch of them. Like, you know, Stanquan Clark is going over there. Uh, Taurus Hicks, you know, um, Brownlee, who used to be at Carroll City, is over there. It's just a bunch of guys, a bunch of guys. Like I, I would have to look at the roster to look at it. but And they're going to give out NIL money. So that is a possibility. And the other thing is that he feels some kind of way about Kevin Steele leaving. Like Kevin Steele, he felt like was going to be guiding him. And then the, the the reason why he wanted to leave Miami is because he wanted to play right away. I don't like something, something like he doesn't want, like he's 16 years old, right? Ain't no way you playing right away. You don't, yeah, you small. Have, you're, you're small. You, 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 you just no way you're going to play right away. Not with this team. Yeah. I mean, all these, all these defensive backs that I just named, you're not going to start over Daryl Porter. You're not going to start over to Corey Couch. You're not going to start over Devontae Brown. You're not going to start over Terry Roberts. You're not going to start over these guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially at 16, you haven't hit a college weight room yet. So he wants to play right away. That was the kind of the the first thing. Like, oh, I want to play right away. They said I'm going to have the red shirt. I don't want a red shirt. That, I want to go somewhere else. I'm going to I'm going to East Carolina. I'm going to Louisville. That that was the first thing. Now with Kevin Steele saying that he's going to Alabama, he's like, oh well, I'm, now I want out for real. You know what I'm saying? Because Kevin Steele was my guy. I want out for real. So that's basically why he wants to leave. So what do you think we should do? You think we should we should let his ass sit and use one of his transfer, um, you know, one of his um, eligible years for him doing that? Or we should just go ahead and just release his ass from that shit. I think you should just release him, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Because he doesn't really want to be here, bro. You 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 gotta have kids that are a hundred percent committed, you know. Oh no, nah, I'm not saying that we keep him. Yeah, we know that you don't want to be here, but oh, you're trying you to just in, like, yeah, since you like put us in a, punishment, <laughs> yeah, since you put us in a situation because that's somebody else we could have recruited. Now that the period is gone, and it's a it's a our, our DBs like the DB rune is not even that thick. You know what I'm saying? So now we're getting rid of you. Oh nah, boy, you can leave. Cool, but you're gonna have to. I think you get two times to transfer. Use one of them. So if you go somewhere else and it don't work, yeah. learn your lesson early. <laughs> Let's teach you that early, especially since you over here trying to chase some sack. You want to chase the sack when you're going to have all type of sack in your face? You being a student athlete? Come on, man. Yeah. I know it's not that good. 
<laughs> yeah, so I mean that's that's the whole situation with Antoine Antoine Jackson. I mean, I like him as a player. I think he can develop into somebody really good because he's technically very technically sound. He's not the best. I wouldn't say he's the best tackler, you know what I'm saying? But when it comes to covering, I mean, he he was toe-to-toe with Jeremiah Smith in the game. So that already kind of tells you how good he can be as far as DB is concerned. So, so yeah, that's not, that, that's an unfortunate situation, but he seemed pretty, he seemed pretty adamant about leaving Miami. That's up to, that's up to him and Cristobal. I mean, I'm pretty sure they already had a conversation, but you know, however that conversation went is how it's going to go down. Hey, we'll see how it goes. You have anything else? Oh, uh, just talk about the Super Bowl, man. Super Bowl's coming up. So, first of all, I do want to say that the wife correctly picked the two teams she did. to go to the Super Bowl. Remember, oh, I told you it was basically a 50-50 with yeah. my pick and and hers. And now my dumbass done followed you. <laughs> <laughs> see? <laughs> you know, listen, listen to the better half is all I gotta say, man. Yeah, so she picked picked the right teams, and that's just with her general knowledge too. She she actually does know some stuff. She said she basically said I like I like Jalen Hurts because she you know she watches college now mm-hmm. because of me, totally corrupted her. Um, so she's seen Jalen Hurts through college, so she's seen him play. She saw. She saw the whole thing with Tua and the championship game, and uh-huh. she she felt bad for him, obviously. And then, like you know, she she seen him go to Oklahoma, so she she developed like a liking towards Jalen Hurts and was rooting for him. And then Patrick Mahomes, kind of the same because we seen Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if you seen Patrick Mahomes in college, but no. yeah, I seen him. Nobody thought he was gonna be this. I don't think anybody thought he was going to be this. I think it was it wasn't until the draft was about to happen too that he was projected to be a first rounder. And then I remember it because I bet that he wouldn't be picked as early as he did and then I lost money because he got picked as early as he did. So obviously they knew somebody didn't know. And um you know, so she she rooted for him too. So she likes him, his story and whatnot. So that's why she went with them, and you know we are richer because of it. <laughs> Thank yeah. God. And, four hundred dollars. What was it for? Exactly. So, so happy, happy. Um, that that she got that right. It's it's gonna be a great game. I think. I'm not sure who's gonna win. I tell yeah. you what. I tell you what. I think. My brain, my football brain, like when I just think about it from the X's and O's mm-hmm. standpoint, Philly's gonna win, right? Yeah. Philly's gonna win this game. Mm-hmm. They got they got the better defense. Mm-hmm. They got a the better O line. The better O line. They run the ball like crazy, right? They they I think they was having maybe two uh, like two hundred yards a game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. In the playoffs, two hundred mm-hmm. yards a game. You know, and I think it was like maybe 150 that they were averaging. And this and this running game, I don't know if you've seen Philly play this year. It's pretty deadly, especially when you got basically you don't have a main back. So the back is always fresh, whether it's Boston, whether it's Sanders, 
they got another guy I can't think of, and, and Jalen Hurts, who is a legitimate threat running the ball, and he could throw really well. You got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. The offense is just really good. That defense, really good. The X factor on the other side is, is the baby goat. And there's nothing that can tell me right now, Wes, that Patrick Mahomes is not going to be better than Tom Brady. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh, hot, take, hot take right now. Patrick Mahomes is going to be better than Tom Brady when it's all said and done. The only thing that's going to stop him is he's not cheating. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's not right. spying. He's not. There's no deflate gate, spy gate, all type yeah. of. So, so besides that, you know, like everything that he's showing me, like all these crazy um, passes, like sidearm, you know, falling and throwing it and, you know, running and, you know, not getting hit, you know, he's doing it all. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do like his personality. I don't like his brother or his girl. Um, but, but you know, him as a person, as a football player, man, come on, man. And he just seems so genuine when he's in the the um, media. Like, he doesn't look like like the LeBron Russell James, Russell Wilson, <laughs> Russell Wilson, on, on Wilson. He doesn't yeah. look like, like, Beyonce always giving the politically correct answer. And if he if he is always giving the politically correct answer, he know how to mask it from me and it just seems so genuine. You know what I'm saying? So so um I like that about him. I don't really have nothing negative to say about Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? Andy Reid, he finally got that Super Bowl that he was lacking all them years with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um and, and he's been um making Patrick Mahomes be the next Tom Brady. At an early age, um, I mean, last week, I mean, I thought he was gonna lose last week. Well, originally, I thought he was gonna win, but my dumb ass done decided to. Marcus, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't gave me a, bro, a a breakdown of the game so good last week where you done changed <laughs> my opinion. I had the same damn thing that your wife was saying, and I decided to follow follow the leader, and uh, you know, yeah. Be hey. wrong, but still, you know that's I how can't. it goes. That's how it goes. You went anyway. You went anyway because her money is your money. Your money is her exactly. money. So you went anyway. Exactly. exactly. Y'all, y'all probably went out to eat and this that. Well, y'all probably didn't because I don't know about you, but going out to eat now lately, one is more expensive and the service sucks. Depending it takes on where longer. You it takes longer for your food to come because they don't have the workers that they normally would have. Um. I mean, the food is a little bit more expensive, but I mean, not, nothing to complain about, but at least the service, my food to come at a timely manner, you know, yeah. stuff like that, you know, but yeah, man, I know y'all going to vibe up on that, on that little cast. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. definitely. But, um, you know, as far as with the game, man, like you said, you know, um, best um, D-line in the league, well, d- best defense supposedly in the league. I mean, consultant is our defensive coordinator now. Best O-line in the league. I mean, all they running backs stay fresh. You got Jalen Hurst. You got uh, – uh, I mean, he got a little monkey on his back right now that he's trying to show everybody like, yo, especially Nick Saban, you don't, you don't, you don't bench me for Tua. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I had to go and be like uh, – what's his name? I had to walk on to Oklahoma. I had to do like – what's his name? Um, Baker Mayfield. You feel me? I had to go and, and, and prove myself, you know. Um, they drafted me, and everybody in Philly was booing when they drafted my ass. Like, you know, like, yo, I'm trash. And look, I led you guys 
to go to the Super Bowl. And I yeah. think that's going to be the thing that that actually um, kind of helped him break through. But um, I really still want to say KC because, like, everything is saying Philly. Everything is saying Philly. But for yeah. some reason, I want to go with KC. Why is that? Because my dumb ass should have went with their ass last week. <laughs> One. And two is because, look, Tom Brady and these individuals, they're retiring. Tom Brady's gone. Peyton Manning's been gone for a few years now. Um, it's the, it, Look, even if you're talking about other leagues, like LeBron's going to be gone in a few more years. You feel me? Like, father time is undefeated. So this is a time right now when it comes to the new players, the new uh, um, generation of, of um, elite quarterbacks or elite players, period. Yeah. So I don't know. I want to say they're going to give it to Patrick Mahomes. Why? Because Patrick Mahomes, I think that they like that face. You feel me? The yeah. other face of the he's league. The they, yeah, him, he's the face. I really do think that they was trying to do the same thing with Tua, you know, because he does have a good personality, this, that, and other. He just couldn't stay healthy. Yeah. But, you know, I think those type of individuals, they want to stay in the in, in the limelight, win the Super Bowls, and, you know, um, learn how to, to – to, well, not even learn – Trick me, because like I said, I don't even know. I seem everything that comes out of his mouth is genuine, and yeah. it may not be. So, so yeah. I think you know. Um, before they give Jalen Hurts a Super Bowl, they're gonna give um, you know, my dog another. Um, well, he's not my dog, he's not Tua, but they're gonna give Patrick Mahomes another Super Bowl so he could have two up against everybody else. And even if he do lose later on. All right, I got another Super Bowl anyway. Let's just go to the drawing board. I think that's what it is. And yeah. I don't know. The league may be rigged. <laughs> it may be scripted. <laughs> I mean, yeah. former former players say it is. Yeah, no, I know. And you know, they, they, they do say, damn, the football guys scripted a great football game. It couldn't have been scripted in any better. Now, before that's all I think about that last game, that Kansas City on um, Cincinnati game, you could I mean, come on, man. Like, it, that was like a movie. That was like watching a movie, especially was, with Asher Mahomes limping around, you know what I'm saying? And then the play that he gets out of bounds, Buddy hits him like five yes. yards out of bounds. Yes. So he can kick a field goal to win the game. I mean, and he, 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 even last year with the with the Buffalo and, and, and KC, you know, going back that and one seemed like impossible though. Like he had thirteen seconds and he made that happen. But when the football god scripted, <laughs> like 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 Foster said, then maybe it is scripted. May, no, maybe may, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it is. Maybe I'm not saying it is either. I, I'm not saying it is neither. But there's a lot of times. I mean, look at Tom Brady. Yeah. Tough rule. Look at look, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's a lot of lot of lot of things that you can. The Des after Bryant, hearing what he said, after Des hearing Bryant what he said, catch. there's a lot of huh. The Des Bryant catch or oh no catch God. that too. Come on now, there's that a lot of plays that you could go, look back now and be like, dog. After he um, he said what he said about it being scripted, now he could be like, damn, I knew I was right. I knew they'd be cheating. I mean, again, Tim Donaghy, NBA, different sport, but he yeah. said it. You know what I'm saying? So, what, what, what? 
I don't know what to believe now. Nowadays, I don't, I don't know what to believe, but it's not going to stop me from gambling. And <laughs> <laughs> I will be putting some money on the game. I don't think I'm going to put on the winner because, like I said, it seems too close to call. My mind says Philly, but you know, my other mind says Kansas City, just because, like you said, everybody say Philly, but I, I think it's going to go under. The total, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't think it's going to be high. Mm-hmm. I do think Jalen Hurts gets in the end zone, so I'll probably bet that. Um, and I do think Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown. May bet that. I may do a combination parlay with one of the running backs for KC, McKinnon. I like him a lot. He was on my fantasy team. So I really think they're going to try to shut down Kelsey a lot. So I think McKinnon gets, gets the ball, check down. You know, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes really, I mean, if the game was fixed or not, when you watch Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback last week, you cannot be unamazed. Like the throws that he made in the split second of time that he knew he had because he wasn't that mobile were just amazing to me. Like absolutely amazing dimes. He would just throw dimes on, on, just crazy amazing and that's why i don't know because if he does he could do this again and philly let's be honest philly played two teams the giants who weren't really that good they were they were a fugazi team that beat minnesota and Mm -hmm. and san francisco was on a four-string quarterback you know what i'm saying so they haven't really been tested in these playoffs so that's what really kind of concerns me about philly you finally going to play a team that's going to score. So can you really keep up and score? And Jalen Hurts is not 100% either. He has a shoulder injury. He runs a lot. If he, you know, somebody hit him pretty hard, I saw him get up slow a couple of times in that last game. That could be a factor as well. So the game, I'm staying away from, bro. Like I'm not I'm not going to be betting on on this game like who is going to win. I do think Hurts scores a touchdown because they love going to him in the red zone and inside the five. I think McKinnon scores a touchdown. I think Kelsey scores a touchdown. I think it's a low-scoring game. So based on all of that, you can kind of tell where where I'm going to put my money on um, for this game. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. should be a fun Super Bowl. Well, I think I know who's going to win. I think Kansas City's going to win. Kansas City's going to win by three points. Why is that, Wes? Because, <laughs> look. You got you got everything that you just stated. You feel me? It's a, a running team versus a passing team, supposedly. Even though you got Devontae Smith and um, you know Brown on the on the outside, you know I don't even know why Tennessee made that damn trade. That was the dumbest trade. I think that's why the general manager got fired. But regardless of the fact, because it was scripted, um, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way that Tom Brady, the, the the meme that has showed you when Tom Brady seen um what's his name um from 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 the Falcons walking in. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that smile that Tom Brady had, like yo, it feels scripted. But um, you know, the one the one that had it for me was I don't know if you've seen it, but you know that um. You know when Usher is in that uh he's in that video, Let he was burn. like, Stop lying. You know, put that on everything. He was like Deshaun Watson when he finds out the script for that year. Yo, yo, but but I was dying, bro. To be honest with you, like all it takes is for Casey to score first. 
if KC score first or KC score like a two possession lead, like meaning probably even make it nine points or 10 points, something like that. Three field goals or a touchdown and a field goal or anything like that. Philly's going to lose. Why is that? You're a running team. Um, and I don't think that, that um, you're going to be able to keep up with KC. Your best choice of winning or best way of winning is scoring first, running the ball, keeping Pat- Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. But we've seen other teams try that with Patrick Mahomes, and it didn't work. Right. So that's why I feel like KC's going to win. I don't have an exact score, but I just say that KC will win by three points. I know you're staying away from it, or do you want to give a score? I mean, just to make it fun, I might as well pick Philly. That way we got something to talk about next time we come on. Okay. Maybe we could do a friendly wager, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could do that. We'll you say it off camera, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'll roll with Philly, man. I, I think I, I like I like, I like, like Jalen Hurts, man. And, and for some reason, see, this is where the scripted thing goes against me since I like Jalen Hurts because I feel like they don't want Jalen Hurts to win. You know what I'm saying? I don't know something in me. I just feel like they don't want like like they some sometimes he wasn't even in the MVP conversation. Why? He's on the best team with the best record. He can run and throw. Why is he not the best MVP candidate? No, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Joe Burrow. You know what I'm uh, saying? So I think there's something about Philly or Jalen Hurts that the NFL may you know be scripting out of. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the thing that worries me. But like top to bottom, like when I say when I look at it from a football perspective, like if these two teams played in Madden, I feel like Philly would win like the simulation, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Of course, of yeah. course. But you know, we're reality now, you yeah. know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and when it comes to reality, look, man, the reality is Patrick Mahomes is battle tested. Patrick Mahomes been in this situation before Andy Reed, one of the greatest minds in, in NFL um, history, and that's all you need, really, to be honest with you. You got a team that supports Patrick Mahomes. When the old line mess up, Patrick Mahomes takes the blame. You know, he falls on the sword. Um, and, 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 you know, that's kind of what I think is going to help him. His 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 teammates going to make sure that they um, put him in the best position to win, especially coming off an ankle injury. I'm not sure if he's 100%, but they're going to make sure that they keep him upright. And, like – like he's a magician, you feel me? He's going to find ways to get the ball to where it needs to be. And I already regretted it last week, you know, and I'm not going to regret it this week. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> All right. So I got Philly, even though I hate Philly, and you know, but I'm going to go with them. Uh, they're going to be my pick to win the Super Bowl just to make this fun. But I am not putting – unless we put a little, you know – Little change on it, that's fine, but you know, not not no real money that I ain't gonna major, nothing major. Yeah, you know, on this game because I do think it's a coin flip type of game. That should be fun. Halftime should be good. We got Rihanna. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? I really, you know, haven't seen. Well, I, I, you know, because me and my dad be watching stuff. I've been watching the, the the Fenty. Um, like she has these little lingerie shows that she puts together. Yeah. <laughs> Rihanna's thickums right now. You yeah, know, she, she just had a jit. Yeah, know? she 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 not like 
thin Rihanna Riri that we used to know. She 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 thickums. Brick house. <laughs> be old school. <laughs> right. So she ain't gonna be moving as fast as she, you may have thought. She 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 gonna be swaying. You know, little yeah, Sometimes you don't want them to move a little fast. Around. You want them to move like gradually swaying the wind. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. excited about that. I'm excited to see what what that's gonna be like. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but um, you know, um, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll record another podcast um after the Super Bowl so we can see who won the bet, um, yep. see how much the bet was, um, <laughs> and, yeah. And, and yeah, man, um, this gonna conclude this episode of the Mark West Sports Podcast until the next episode. Peace.